This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs, a.k.a. Roy Donk Von Doy Donk. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm having a wonderful evening, Richard. Ah, it's going to cool here. off a little bit. It's getting in like the 60s and 50s. Yeah. Just the perfect, perfect little weather, you know. Now, if, if you're watching on the uh, the YouTube stream, yep. you'll notice that Davy is wearing a uh, R Von D lightweight yep. hoodie. That looks like yeah, a really hoodie. nice piece of uh, clothing, there, Ryan. A nice piece of cloth. It was made mm. custom for me by uh, by a student. We have a screen printing class at the school I were, and wow. uh, kid kid actually made it for me. So Is that a prototype. It's that's a prototype. A, a prototype. A prototype. But it's yeah. not in stores. I'd wear that. Not in stores. Yeah. Bad time to go out of business with the stream. But. Name your price. <laughs> Mayor Price. <laughs> hey Ryan, did you, hear, yeah. did you hear about um Thomas uh Hiddlestitch? You know Hiddle Middlestitch, Hiddlestitch, the uh the lead actor from Silicon Valley. Uh, which story are you referring? That swinging saved his marriage. What do you think of that? Uh, I mean Huh? I, I'm not gonna knock I, I haven't tried it, so I'm not gonna knock it. No, but like, I haven't you know, either. Lid for every pot kind of thing. But there is. And the story is kind of odd because like he keeps going into it like his wife's on board, but like it's all him. Like he's but it's like it's not like, really. Not yeah. it does definitely doesn't sound like it's for her. And what I read when I read the story, it was basically like she could either like get on board with this or we'd get divorced. Yeah. And she's like, fine, I'll do it. Fine. Like your show's doing pretty well. You're getting like parts and movies and stuff. Yeah. Like, we'll we'll let this slide. Which is odd to me. It seems like a weird ultimatum. He seems like kind of like a like a What's the word? How would you describe him? He's a bit of a twerp. Twerp. I think he's you know I a mean? twerp. That's exactly what the word I was thinking of. He's a twerp. Yeah, bit of he's a twerp. out there having sacks with two, three women at a time. I mean, what are the, I think I it gets complicated. I think you have to like set ground rules, but then like you have to like, I don't know how that works. I, I'd be fascinated to talk to somebody who lives yeah. and they, he, he talked in the article about like living the lifestyle like it's the in lifestyle, that lifestyle. Yeah, yeah the lifestyle like i would just be fascinated to just sit and talk not that i want to be sold on this but yeah. i want to see like how that works i you know? feel like it would be a great time until the moment it's done the absolute moment it, it is yeah. over you would say what has just happened because <laughs> you can't go but what was that what was that movie they talk about like happy time being murders a, being a threesome guy and like you can't you can't come back from that. Oh, I forget. The, it's like, talk about that Seinfeld, kind of guy. Seinfeld. He talks about it. Remember? Yeah, that's what it is. And he's yeah. like, I have to grow a mustache, and I still yeah. have to wear like a leather, like a leather jacket. Like I'm just not that guy. Like you he just can't come back from the that. roommate switch. He the wanted roommate switch. He was with yeah. the one. He wanted the other one. And then yep. he's like, I don't know if this is how you say, it, but menage a trois. <laughs> like she's into it. Yeah, <laughs> she's into it. Anyway, that story was surprising, especially coming from that guy, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect him to have a lot of lead in his pencil. But no. here we are. Here we are. All right, Ryan, should we get into the news? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. This week in the 
Uh, the big news is that Jonah Hill is going to be in The Batman and all kinds of speculations that it's going to be a villain. And then a, a number of uh, internet sources are saying that it is the Riddler. Yeah, I mean, the easy, the the low hanging fruit there is you fatten them up and you make them the penguin, penguin, or even Calendar Man, or even Calendar Man. Yeah, you could shave Since his head doing long, Calendar Man. Because they're doing long Halloween. I think he would make if you wanted to go. If this is like a Batman Year One type of situation, but they said they're basing the suit off Long Halloween. But I don't know if yeah. the movie's based on Long Halloween. But like Long Halloween is definitely in like the continuity of Year One, so it could even be like a mix. So what if he was like a like Harvey Bullock? Or something like that. Yeah. Although, or did I re- like yeah, har- like don't... dirty like dirty cop Harvey yeah. Bullock, not like Gotham Harvey Bullock. I think I would like to see his uh, spin as like one of like the villains, like one of the rogues gallery, because like he can get kind of weird with it. Actually, where do you stand on Jonah Hill? Um, I yeah. think he's I th- I think he um as an actor, I think he's fine. I think he does a really nice job in some things. Yeah. But like you listen, speaking of interviews, like you listen to interviews with him and he's just kind of a dickhead. Seems like a dickhead, if we're being honest. I think he thinks because yeah. he was in a couple of movies like with Oscar noms and all of a sudden yeah. they don't stink. Honestly, his two best movies, his two best mm-hmm. performances, 40 year old virgin, which he's in he, for like 30 seconds. He just he's wants just to take buy the shoes booth. home. Just wants yeah. the shoes with the goldfish in them. Yep. I don't know why you're being such a bitch. Just let me get these. <laughs> and um, probably grandma, grandma's boy. I will tell you, yeah, Grandma's Boy, he's great, but the monologue of him drawing dicks as a kid in Superbad will forever be one of my favorite comedy moments in cinema. That's actually true. I mean, that's that's legit his best and movie. My, my favorite part is when the little kid, the girl starts screaming, and the yeah. kid just takes the paper and just like shoves it into his <laughs> mouth, like just to, like eat it. Like that's my favorite part of that movie. <laughs> he slowly eats the paper. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so bad. Yeah. That's uh, actually so, pretty funny. You know, something like eight percent of kids do it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> like that's one of a, that's one of my favorite monologues in any comedy. Doesn't Michael Sarah just end that whole thing with like that's so fucked up? He's like, it's super weird. <laughs> yeah, super, super weird. <laughs> <laughs> that you know how awesome. many? Do you know how many foods are shaped like dicks? The best kind. <laughs> All the best kind. Yeah, that's true. That well, is true. That we could do a whole episode on paging Doctor Freud. Yeah, we we won't do that like though. Nah. Yeah. Probably not. Nah, we won't do that. Yeah, I mean, we could run out of ideas, I guess. But we could until then. Ryan, I dipped into the old American Horror Story, nineteen eighty four. That started already. It just started. I watched the first episode. Sure, I'm kind of in. You're in. So I'm gonna watch it tonight. I watched the first five seasons of American Horror Story. I loved the first season, and it was like loved, liked, liked, didn't like. All right, I'm gonna stop watching. Like that's yeah. sort of how it went for me. Yep. And then, so I haven't seen the last three. Maybe they're good. I don't know. But this one was really pulling to my heartstrings because it's all about slasher. It's all you. That's this is this is made for you. I feel and like. it's the year that I was born. So of course I'm gonna yeah. give it a go. And not to timestamp it. Not but. to timestamp it. I mean, not to you know now. Oh shit! Now everybody knows how old I am. But um, it's got Emma Roberts. It's sure got it uh, Billy Lord, who is uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yep. Um, and it's. It's got like a real Friday the Thirteenth feel to it, with a little bit of Halloween. Is it at a camp? Yeah, yeah. So, so they're out in California. Mm-hmm. Uh, minor spoiler: like they, they sort of mentioned the Night Stalker, so that it's like they're kind okay. of tying in real world stuff, yep. and then also like this this camp, and they're bringing it back, and like you know, it's a lot of like the real cliche stuff. But like, sure. I'm interested. I want like that's that's what it is. I don't want to say it's fun, but like that's yeah. as close to fun in horror right. movies as you can get. You know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, I was in on Haunted House. 
Loved that haunted house. The first one was great. The second one was Asylum. Asylum. I I liked Asylum. Asylum's good. Third one was Coven, which I thought was fine. It It ended poorly. eh, Yeah. And even like Asylum with the fucking aliens at the end, like that was super weird. That was really weird, actually. Um, and then Circus or Freak Show, I was out. I didn't like Freak Show very much. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like it. But I was so high on the previous ones that I watched. You stuck it through. Hotel, I believe. I started because the Gaga was in it. Gaga was in it, but it was so weird. There's a lot of blood eating and drinking. Yeah, a lot of. And then there was like three other episodes ones, and one of them I think involved a lot of the cast from Coven. I think so. I might have to go back and watch that. They like crossover weirdly, right? Yeah. So then they started to sort of like give you little crumbs that they were blending them together. Like I know Mm -hmm. one of the. You found out that one of the freaks from Freak Show was actually in Asylum. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Like, so they're starting to slowly tie them together. Uh, and I believe all eight seasons are on Netflix right now. So people do want to go back. I kind of do. I kind of do want to go back and watch the Haunted House one again. I couldn't recommend the, the Haunted House one enough. Yeah, Especially for like Dorktober. People should mm-hmm. definitely watch that. Speaking of, Nef- speaking of Netflix, Ryan, uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie is out. Yep. What'd you think? Do you see my review in two? I did one. Review in two is back. <laughs> kind of um it's often fr- funny often funny yeah often funny did you tweet um, that from the uh designated no, no, no i didn't no. i didn't it was it was directly That's from mine dormant. i didn't want to cross i did i i you know, I'm, we're staying on brand but okay i felt like and again and this might have just been me but like the interviews were awesome yeah the bloopers at the end are incredible yeah during the credits were really everything good. else i didn't care about but it was like an hour and 22 minutes. It was super fast. There was some filler stuff in there, yeah. obviously, like how to get from interview to interview. It was kind of like once they said they were going to do a Between Two Ferns movie, it was pretty much exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah. Because like you have to kind of do like a better uh, use of your time for an hour is probably just going on Funny or Die and watching all of the old interviews. All of them. Like that's yeah. probably better. But this was still good enough. I liked some of the Will Ferrell stuff, like what it's like a asshole he is. Yeah. And I that liked that with her, Lauren Lapkus when I liked her his yeah. assistant. She's and really I good. loved I loved the fact that him and the cameraman like absolutely hated Hate each other. other. It's really funny for no reason. I just thought that was hilarious. I also thought the everything specifically with Benedict Cumberbatch was hilarious. Benefit Lumberjack, Benefit Lumberjacks. I mean, <laughs> like that was so good. But like the whole interview and like the questions he was asking them was yeah. like good. So it's it's worth a watch. Not not amazing. Like. I got to rank all my movies. I got to go back and do that for 2019 so far. But like, it's better than the Adam Sandler Netflix movie. Well, yeah, I didn't even see those. But that, but he's got that uh, that new one coming out now. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. So yeah. Uncut Gems, yes, which features Adam Sandler, Lakeith Stanfield, mm-hmm. Kevin Garnett, and Mike Francesa. <laughs> yeah, like what a fucking. Weird... But it's the uh, the Safty brothers who did. Um... Yeah. They did that movie with Robert Pattinson, uh, Good Time. Twilight. Oh, no, Good, good Time. Time. Yeah, which I loved, Good Time, and the yeah. and just the way I mean, you get that feel the way it's shot. It's kind of the same. It's kind of that same feel mm-hmm. as like Good Time, and people are like, these people are crazy with the Oscar. You haven't even seen the movie yet, and people are like, Adam Sandler's gonna be nominated for an Oscar. Like, chill out. Sandler does look good in it though. He looks like pretty funny. Like he owns like a jewelry store. He's in debt yeah. type of thing. A lot uh, of Jew, a lot of Jew talk. Well, in the trailer. listen. Look, I don't like it, and I like kind of stay out of it myself. I stay out of it, but you know, like I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not for me, Ryan, just to make those jokes. No. Now Kevin Garnett is playing Kevin Garnett sure. in the film. 
Mike Francesa is playing Anthony. <laughs> That's just, I don't know, but there, there he is. Apparently, they, he needed Anthony. to be in the film. He needed an Anthony. I don't know why they couldn't get Mad Dog. I feel like Mad Dog would be the better actor. That guy's a lunatic. In a good I think way. Mike Frances is a moron. Okay. Well, hey, save it for the air, would you? That's right. Sorry. I didn't mean to, like, you know. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Netflix here for a second. Glow is getting a fourth and final season. I think that's the right call. Yeah, you probably pull the plug on that. Pull the plug on that for sure. I got an early pick of the pod here, Ryan. Oh, uh, no. Yep. Sid Haig. Sid Haig. Captain, Captain Spaulding. Sp- Captain Spaulding. Dead. Now, what? We knew he was he was not doing well. He wasn't doing well. Yeah. No. That's often how it starts. It's often. No, but it's something ha- like something catastrophic happened. Like he had like a fall or like an accident or something. And he was in. But he's, he's old. Three from Hell just came out, too, by the way. Which sure. The end of the. Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's yep. Rejects trilogy. Mm-hmm. Captain Spaulding's in that. He's great in that. Like he's scary, funny, all wrapped up into one. So that's a loss for the horror world. Uh, Sid Haig, pick of the pod. Tutti fucking fruity. Tutti fucking fruity indeed. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the last thing, Ryan, before we get to your news, this is actually a nice uh, segue sure. into the uh, topic du jour. That would be there's been two El Camino trailers. Actually, really sort of like a one minute teaser, and then a full trailer today for El Camino. Yeah, uh, the Breaking Bad movie, which is why we're doing all these Breaking Bads to get you ready for that. October eleventh. I think I think it's gonna be good. I, I I really do. They showed you more of Jesse in the trailer. They showed you more of Skinny Pete. They showed you Badger. Yeah. Pinkman looks uh weathered, haggard. If you if you were, if you would. Yeah. 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 But I'm ex- I mean, maybe it's just me like hoping that it's gonna be good, but Vince Gilligan has a pretty good track record. Well, he wrote it and directed it too. So yeah. we're talking, you know, yeah. this guy knows what he's doing. And if he and I I was reading the thing of like um some tweet that Aaron Paul put out. It was basically like, I didn't really want to do this, but like I tr- this guy gave me my career. Yeah, true. And I trust him. So like I don't think they would have done this. And it's been so secretive. Cause remember, like we were told oh, there might be a breaking bad movie. Like they they might be shooting it this year, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, we finished. It's yeah, Bob done. Odenkirk did an interview and he's like, Yeah, it's out. Or it's uh, we're done. Yeah, and like what? And then two weeks later, a release date, a release date in a trailer. Like, what is going on? You know. So, do you think that Walter White is dead? Yes. So do I. Uh, And you got to assume Saul is going to be in this, right? Yes. And I think that they're going to be like flashback stuff. I think Walter White. I think Walter White will be in it, but I think they'll both be in it. Yeah, but they won't be. They won't. It won't be present day. Saul's alive. Right, but they won't be like together together yeah maybe not so this is how i want el camino to end and i'll Mm -hmm. I'll mention this on probably the next three podcasts just so enough people can hear it i think el camino should end leading directly into the beginning of walking dead to pay off that shared universe theory it's an amazing theory it's an amazing because doesn't okay so correct me if i'm wrong but the beginning the first episode of the walking dead yeah one of the bikes like the motorcycles that the one of the presumably that was like abandoned had blue meth in it or like yeah. daryl and his brother was it um not merle what the fuck's his name yeah but daryl's brother played had by michael rooker yeah. yeah 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 he had that and they're both amc shows yep and i don't know if the walking dead they might i don't know if they officially timestamp the year but like it's around this kind of time yeah, and so El Camino could potentially end 
with the beginning of an apocalypse. And that would be amazing. That would be. Or, you know, Jesse finally gets to New Zealand and finds out that it's not part of Australia. It's not a part of Australia. New Zealand is oh, New Zealand's New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how I want that to end. So anyway, yeah. Ryan, that's the way the news goes. What, what did we say? We get to your news. Sure. It's time for Davey's video game minute. All right, sir, what do you have? The only thing I have, because we got a lot, a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. So the only thing I have just today, um, PlayStation did their state of play. And they released all these things. They're doing an L.A. Noir, a lot of VR, a lot of things that they're going to do, Rich. But the thing that has me the most excited is we finally have a release date for The Last of Us 2. Which Boogaloo. Elect, uh, it is not, uh, but no. I tell you this, and um, a little, little bit of a trailer too, right? It's like a, a minute, little bit of a trailer. Little, we little, had a little bit of gameplay, and no. this game looks crisp, <sighs> like super, super good. And I, again, I say unto you, dear listener, mm. one of the best story-driven games I've ever played. Um, oh. one of probably like a the best zombie movie I've ever seen that you can play. Which is which is a, an amazing story, amazing voice cast. Everyone's back. You got Joel back in the trailer, which is great. Nice little reveal there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of got a little bit of the story. So it looks like Ellie is uh, losing her love interest to the Fireflies, and then is going. I love the fact that you're killing more humans now than you are. Like yeah. you have to basically win this battle against humans with zombies in the mix. So it's kind of like a little Walking Dead aspect to it. And I know they're not zombies. They're like these like spore people. Yeah. 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 They might as well be zombies. You know, Hmm. um, I'm super, super excited. And I believe it's, uh, February 21st. Yeah. 2020. It was crazy to see a release date of 2020, but I mean, honestly, it's just a few months away, but it's like, like, you can see it coming. I know. I, yeah, well, I can't, I don't have the eyesight that you do. Yeah. I thought, I (laughs) thought initially they said it was going to be like a December or they were just guessing it was going to be like a December. They were guessing. So, I mean, it's it's around that time. You know, it's winter. Good enough for me. But Good enough exciting. for me, and I'm, I'm excited. excited yeah, that. and yeah. so that's that's the biggest news in the video game industry right Good. now um, that I care about. So and that's all that and, matters. And we tweeted out the trailer to that at Dork yep. Podcast, so you guys can uh, check that out on the old Twitter. Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? Ryan, hmm? the topic du jour. I got nothing. No, it's the topic of the day. I'm glad you. Oh asked. yeah. It oh yeah. Yeah. Breaking Bad season three. 13 episodes originally aired on AMC back in 2010 is now currently on Netflix for your viewing pleasure. And Ryan, let me start by asking you simply, did you like it? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. This will be the final non-spoiler part of this because obviously I think people are are ramping up for it. So hopefully you watched it. It's going to be all spoilers. We're going to dive into the episodes and I have some key questions from this as well. Mm -hmm. But fair to say to this point, this is the best season of Breaking Bad. Yes, and it is my second favorite season of the five. My guess is season four is your favorite. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think I'd probably I gotta rewatch it again. My uh, my hunch is yes, but this one's great. And we just did season two. You can you can go back to that one. Season one is available in the archives. I believe it's episode 75. Both were very good. This is great, and one of the reasons why it's great is in addition to all of the characters, like the main characters, Walter, Jesse, Skyler, Hank, and Marie, mm-hmm. they really elevate Saul Goodman, 
yep. Gus Fring and Mike. Like Mike Ermintrout. Mike Ermintrout. Yeah. They're they're in it so much more. And all three of those, those are three of the best supporting characters, maybe in television history. Yeah. And like there's there's supporting characters that are only in it for this season. Yes. Who are pivotal yes. to the entire to the entire thing or Good the point. rest of the way. Yeah, we'll get to some of the new characters. We'll also get to mm-hmm. who uh, didn't make it through this season. They did not. Yeah, some did not. But 13 episodes, Ryan. We start with episode one entitled sure. No Moss, and you get the first image of the twins. The, yeah. Who, and as you was, said, uh, characters that are introduced, and also um, you, we say goodbye to them. All we say in goodbye one to season. them all in, one, all in one season. And what a glorious way we said goodbye to them. But pretty intimidating dudes. Yeah, with the boots and everything. Boots and a nice clean axe. And oh that's that, intimidating. It's horrifying. <laughs> that's horrifying. And they it's don't right. they don't speak really. No, they really don't say shit. That's yeah. right. Now you also get some carryover from the end of season two, mm-hmm. and you find out that that plane crash, which Jane's dad was responsible for, killed 167. So it's like this major, major plane mm-hmm. ca- crash right over Albuquerque. Um, also in this episode, Walt moves out of his house. And one of the things that I actually found funny was they're having an assembly in the school. Oh, yeah. And all the kids are talking through their feelings because obviously it's a very traumatic event. Yeah. And the kids are going on, but they're all going on and on and on. It's that kind of nonsense. And finally, the vice principal is like, hey, Mr. White, let's have Mr. White talk. And he goes up there. And clearly, he is feeling like kind of guilty, I think. There's, a, the- there's some guilt there. Yeah. There's some not guilt in his right mind. And you know that yeah. because he clearly looked up a lot of information and he's talking, he starts out, he's like, well, nobody on the ground died. You know, that's it's not that good. bad. He yeah. goes, he goes, 167 people were lost. He's like, it's just the 50th worst air disaster. <laughs> like, and then he was, didn't he say something to the effect that like neither plane was full. So yeah, neither plane that's, was full. that's good. He's like, <laughs> he's like, and there were 737s, not 747. Do you know how big right. a 747 is? The kids and the, the vice principal's like, we shouldn't have him. Kind of like grabs the microphone. Oh, here. They oh, like here. play him off. But the other thing, wasn't there a kid too who's like, they say like if you, you know, in college, like if your roommate dies. You get straight A's. If you get straight A's. You get suicide. Yeah. Or, uh, you, get, you get straight A's. So I think maybe we should get that too. And they're just yeah. like. Uh. <laughs> so but just like some levity to like the super heavy thing. Yeah. Right. But it also, and this sets up for the rest of the season. Like Walt is completely lost it. He's lost his mind. He's lost his mind this yeah. season. And what's interesting here is I I think Walt kind of had an out that he didn't want to he didn't want to take because his pride once again got in the way. And oh, yeah. there's a there's a spot in this where Skylar's connecting all the dots about like how much money and cash mm-hmm. he has and like what could he possibly do? How could he get it? She's kind of aware of his relationship with Jesse a little bit. So Skylar calls out Walt and is like, you're a drug dealer. Yeah, and he just looks at her like, mm. and she's like, "Is it pot?" <laughs> now, <laughs> shouldn't he have Looked right there? Like, yes, yeah, it's pot. It's pot. I sell pot. I sell pot, but I'm done selling pot. But me and Jesse sold pot, and he might have been able to get away with it, yeah. but he didn't want to, and so he eventually no. says methamphetamine because he like pot's so but beneath him and it's like the scientist in him that's like i created right. the best meth in the world and i'm sick of people not knowing about it and it's it's funny how that comes out in in other episodes but the the amount of like pride that is associated with all of this stuff through the roof 
like no i don't grow pot like i yeah. created this the purest meth in the world like how dare right. you ins insinuate that i'm that selling like out. heroin she would have been able to get over that, I think. But he's had he's had so many outs, and he just yeah. refuses to take them. That's you true. Know? And and it's funny too because then you look at the rest of the season along the way, and Skyler has the same opportunity. Yeah. And there's a pivotal scene, like they, mm -hmm. we talk about those scenes with Walt, those like real turning points with him. And Skyler has one where she could have sold him down the river and then didn't. I think it's like episode three or four, mm -hmm. and she didn't do it. Oh yeah, uh, it's episode three. It when she tells three. she tells her lawyer about it. Yeah, or when the cop she calls the cops on him. Oh yeah, right. And the and cop comes like, to the house. Is there anything you want to tell me? Is there anything he's doing that's illegal that I can get him for right now? And she he's doesn't like, say anything. Tell me anything. Yeah, because she's so concerned. She doesn't want her kids to know. Well, specifically right. Walt Jr. I mean, her baby right. wouldn't really know. But no. But and then again, with the lawyer, she has the same opportunity, and the lawyer actually tells yeah. her like, "This is what you need to do right this, now. You need to get out of the house. Like, here's your exit strategy. And you need to, you need to allow yeah. me to tell the cops. And she doesn't. Right. She won't do it. Yeah." Um, Jesse also gets out of rehab in this episode and he accepts the fact that he's the bad guy. And I think one of the most important things in this whole season and maybe series, Ryan, mm -hmm. is very simple. There's a couple of lines of dialogue in this one where Jesse says, I'm the bad guy. Mm -hmm. You know what? Jesse's not a bad guy. He's not. Walt says to Gus this later key. on, this is, this is key. Yep. I'm not a criminal. I'm not a criminal. Yes, you are. You're and I think criminal. who says I can't be the bad guy? Uh, it might be Walt, actually. Walt, Mark, like I Walt. can't be the bad guy. Yeah. So they're like opposites. Um, and so you're like, Jesus Christ. Like Walt's just so like in denial of that because he's doing everything for his family, but his family yeah. doesn't even really want him to do it. And it's crazy. Uh, also, this really sets the groundwork, too, for this episode or the season is Gus offers Walt $3 million for three months, but he's convinced mm -hmm. that he's out because he's trying to win his family back. Um. Episode two is Caballo seen Nombre. Yes. This horse, horse with no name. Horse with no name. Yeah. Uh, this is the one where Walt gets pepper sprayed because he gets pulled over and gets in a fight. Well, with this and this is and while that's a funny scene, it's the very first time where you see Walt addressing a police officer and he's trying to convince him to not give him a ticket. Yeah. Right. And he's and he's like making these excuses and like this poor me thing. And it's almost like it's the first time you see Walt where he thinks he's above the law, where right. he thinks that like these rules don't apply to him. Correct. You know, and that's, that's the the important part of that scene, but it's when he, he's like, I'm going to pepper spray you and you see him on. And then the next scene is him like in with, oh, like, snot and like snot. show over his face. His eyes are all red. Yeah. And it's just that moment of like, yeah. Walt is completely out of control. Yeah. Oh, and this is the episode, by the way, where, where Walt does say he can't be the bad guy. So it's just yes. very clear cut. Like, I'm not. Jesse's like, I am. And it's like, really, the roles are reversed. Yes. You do get some sweet payback in this episode. This is where Jesse works with Saul, and he ends up buying his aunt's old house back. Right. His parents fixed up. They were selling it for 875 grand. He got it for 400. And because they were like, the, oh, there's a meth lab in the basement. Yeah, with, this, the with Saul, in the Saul in the meeting with the lawyer. So good. He's like, oh. He's like, I'd offer you more, but you did, yeah. didn't disclose that there was a meth lab. Amazing. And then, then the scene where Jesse's parents are like trying to get him out of there because the buyer's coming. Yeah, the buyer's coming. He's, He's going to be here soon. He's like, oh, yeah. He takes the key out. Give me the keys. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. amazing. It's awesome. This episode two is also the uh, pizza toss onto the roof episode by which Walt. Wa which wasn't supposed to happen. He did like I, he was just supposed to throw it. And it, it was went like the first take, I think, right? Yeah. And he threw it up on the roof and they, and they played it later. They left it there. 
they're well, like, they didn't leave it there, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, it works. That was awesome. And then there's that, that awesome good. scene where him cleaning it the next episode. <laughs> so good. Uh, also, this is one of the best, or this is one of the more memorable images for a show that has a million of them. Mm-hmm. And this is where Walt never realizes how close he was to dying. Oh, at the end with the shower. Twins are sitting on his bed with the axe, and then they get the call. But he's in the shower, and he's about to come out and get just axed to death. Well, that's, I mean, that's, and that's another theme that kind of is just like, he's clueless as to like what he's doing. And this, he's just spiraling. Yeah. Like nothing, no idea like what's going on around him. No, no, no clue. Uh, Episode three is called IFT. Sure. Which, uh, yeah. This is where Skylar stands for. What does that stand for? Um, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Uh, (laughs) Skylar tells, uh, (laughs) Skylar tells her lawyer that walt uh makes meth this that's this episode uh hank is also kind of losing it yes this this whole season like Mm -hmm. big time like clearly the stuff with el paso is getting to him the stuff after killing tuco is getting to him and so he just goes into a bar and starts a fight and what will be interesting for all the mma fans out there he got into a fight with Keith Jardine, former that who that U- was? UFC fighter, who's like actually in a bunch of movies now. Like he's turned really? into like a guy that pops up as like a goon in a lot of movies. But yeah, he fought Keith Jardine. And we're gonna talk a lot about themes here, Richard. And obsession is one of the themes. Is you know, yeah, Jesse. You know, this is where we forgot to mention it, but in the first couple episodes, Jesse is constantly calling Jane's phone mm-hmm. and hearing the answer over, machine, and hearing, yeah. her, hearing her voice on the answer machine, right, and. Like you said, uh, Hank has become obsessed with catching Heisenberg. Like Heisenberg, he's obsessed with it. The blue map. Yep. And they all they want to do is get him to El Paso and get him out of there. And he keeps saying he's going to do it. He keeps putting it off. And he's like, he's yeah. obsessed with you know finding this out. And he's getting like super frustrated with it. Well, I think he's both. I think he's obsessed with finding it, but he also doesn't want to go back to El Paso. No. You know, so like, he's using he's, this as like an excuse. Yeah, yeah, he's like scared of that. And yeah. they're kind of figuring it out. And then, like, Gomi ends up going, and he's just like, uh. And then he's, like, mad at him for going. And Yeah. yeah. Also, in episode three, Skylar finally bangs Ted Beneke. Which, IFT, mm-hmm. is the last the last line of the episode. Yeah. Did you, did you just, yeah. We're not going to work blue. We're not going to do that tonight. We're not going to go there? No, we're not going to go there. IFT. IFT. Um, She does tell Walt. Uh, she does right. tell him. Episode four, Green Light. Uh, Saul says, so this is, so some of the things either Saul's just lying or they don't do a good job of in, in better, in uh, better call Saul. But I know I made note of this. Saul says, cause like, uh, he finds Walt's telling him about what's going on with Skylar and Ted. Yeah. yeah. Saul's like, it's no big deal. And Saul says he caught his second wife screwing his stepdad. Did they even, is that a thing? I don't think that's a thing. I think he's just. Just messing around, right? Just saying, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be upset about this. You know, yeah. this happened to me, you know? Uh, we also hear on the radio that Jane's dad shot himself. Kind of a throwaway thing. It is. They just sort of mentioned it in there. We don't know if he ne- if he died. I think the assumption is that he did. Yeah. But it's just on the radio, and, and Walt hears that. Um, and then this is sort of an interesting approach, and I think it's Gus knowing Walt for a limited amount of time, but knowing how prideful he is. And so he asked Walt again, "Hey, will you will you do this?" And he's like, "No, I'm done cooking meth." But then Jesse still wants to cook meth. But Gus just wants Jesse. I'm sorry, just wants Walt. Yeah. But he accepts Jesse with like sort of like the you know close to the good blue meth, and then he pays Walt half of the money. 
just because he knows that Walt will be upset that his product is out there and it's not as good. And isn't there, there's a scene in the car with Walt and Jesse where Jesse's like very proud of himself. Like he did this cook by himself. Yeah. yeah. And Walt just like rips into him. Oh yeah. About how his stuff is inferior. Like he's never going to be as good. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, what are you talking? He's like, I'm going to cut you in. And Walt's like, I cut you in. Like, yeah. you know, he's like, you don't have to do anything and I'll give you yeah. like 10% of what I make. But the whole thing is, is like, it's my cook. It's my product. It's yeah. my, you know what I mean? And he's yeah. like going, as he's getting fired from his job for put, trying to put the moves on his uh, principal, assistant yeah. principal. Right. Which is Who, super by the dumb. way, good looking lady though. Not bad. You could do worse. Do a lot could, worse. You could do a whole lot worse. That's for sure. Uh, episode five entitled Moss. Uh, one thing I noted here, and as Hank is continuing to go down his downward spiral, he is taking a shower in one of the scenes. Mm-hmm. And it has, without question, the weakest stream I've ever seen in my life. Well, I wouldn't be able to shout about him. him. Yeah, it says, it says a lot. Uh, so, we have forgotten in the last episode too. We get the thing with the RV. Like we're we're getting onto the RV now. Yes, good point. Yeah, where Hank is catching onto that. Where he's he's sniffing around on the RVs, tracking down RVs. There's like 29 of those RVs. Yeah, yeah, because uh, earlier on in the season, it Jesse pays for like gas and like something with meth. At the gas station, yes. yep. and so that whole thing it keeps rolling. I'm just going through it right now. I'm looking at the uh, the weak shower stream that you're talking about. How weak is that? I'm it's like it's barely even on. It's horrible. I don't know how you. Oh my god, look at that! It's like pissing on him. I wouldn't be able to shower like that. No, you can't do that. You know what I, mean, I have, Ryan? What do you got? I hate, to, I hate to be a braggart. Yeah, I have kind of one of those big like rain showers above. Yeah, my yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And it's just like you get so so clean and so wet. It does so I, wet. I would just be afraid. I like the when the water hits me in the back, you know. Yeah, sure. Well, I don't want, but I don't want it like on top of my. I don't want to be like squinting like the whole time if it's hitting me in the top of the head. <laughs> squinting Jackson. Yeah. Rampage. Yeah. Squinting. Rampage. Squinting Jackson. <laughs> squinting Rampage Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be that. You know. You want to be like squinting McCracken? No, I don't want that. Former Diamondback. All no. Right. Um. So Gus is also again as he's trying to recruit Walt. He shows him his setup at the laundromat. That the whole super thing. lab. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, episode six is entitled "Sunset." This is where you get Gale. Gale. Welcome, Gale. What do you think of Gale? I love Gale, and I'm I'm fascinated by him, and I really really want to figure out how to make that coffee because that oh was like God. the that was it the best thing good, and that it did look good. And he's just like you talk about like you don't cook out the tannins and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm just like, what's he doing? What's he doing? How do you Look do like this? A delicious cup. Look like a delicious yep. cup of coffee. And I love the fact that like Walt is like getting ready for work and he like writes his name on a, like a brown paper bag, like he's brown bagging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the super lab. Yeah. Um, but this this episode too has my like my one of my favorite scenes, and that's when Hank finds the RV. Yeah, with Walt and Jesse are in it, like trying to get rid of it. Crazy. And then what smart thinking too? Yeah, where they call. Oh, and this is what's cool too is so they end up calling Saul, and then Saul has his assistant, Francesca. Francesca, yeah. She calls and is like, Oh, Marie's been in an accident. So Hank leaves. Yeah. So Francesca, if you're watching Better Call Saul, she's in that. So like they set that up, yes. that relationship real early on. So that's mm-hmm. a nice little payoff too. And she was actually in uh, last season as well. I don't think we mentioned it, but she was in that as well. Um, episode seven entitled One Minute. This is where Hank ends up. Uh, Catching up to Jesse, really lighten him up, beating the really lighten him beating up, beating the bag. Je- Jesse's not a fighter. No, he's not. It's, it's he's not, not what it's not what Jesse does. Uh, the next episode, I see you. Episode eight. Uh, this is where Walt learns that 
Gus kind of knew all about Hank and like and who he yes. was. Like he knew way more than he even knew about. Because he comes and visits him in the hospital, right? Yeah. Yeah. You also find out that Juan Bolsa. So Juan Bolsa's been kind of hanging over this too, from you know, down in Mexico. You find yep. out that he gets shot in this. Kind of like I think overall for the whole series, it's a little bit like secondary. It's like a you know, it's a part of this season, but I think it's a little bit secondary. So Epis- we missed the one too. I forgot to mention this since episode seven when they have uh you have the flashback with Hector Salamanca and the twins when they're kids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a real to see him and he's like he's gonna kill one of them. Yeah. Because they're like hitting each other or whatever. It's crazy. That was crazy. There there's some some tough dudes, that's for sure. How do you pronounce episode nine? Kafka esque. Okay. What does that mean? Like friends, Kafka, like the hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So this is dumb. And so I love Jesse. Jesse's probably my favorite character in the whole mm-hmm. series. But he's he's like stealing off the top here. Like in reality, once Walt and Jesse are working together, and like Walt had to fight, and so Walt, we also skipped over how like he got Gail out of there and Jesse in, and because Gus never really wanted to trust Jesse because he's a you know meth head or whatever he thinks yep. he is. But so once those guys were in there, that's as like safe as you're gonna be to just cook and sell meth and make a lot of money. Like you basically drive in and punch into work. Like, you're not at your house. You're yep. not stinking up an RV. You're not going to get caught. They have it, like, as good as you possibly could. And I think Mike even meant – there's a later episode where Mike's – because as shit's really starting to hit the fan, Mike is like, we got it pretty good here, Walt. Like, yeah. let's try to – like – and, like, so that's one of those things where you're like, Jesse, like, as much as you like him, he does do dumb shit. And for him to, like, start to skim off the top, he's like, oh, there's an excess here. And he's, like, still trying to sell. It's like, dude. You don't need to do that. Well, I think, and this is where the tragedy of the show, because that's at the end, that's what mm-hmm. it is, is it's a tragedy. And it's just like, there's, if you just, if you just said that was enough, right. if you just said, okay, we can do this forever and make three mil for three months. Yeah. And we'll just be done. Work for the three months. Don't bother these, these and then guys. Just will kill you in a just second walk, and like, just walk away. Yeah, like three million dollars. I don't even even wouldn't know what to do with it. I would just be like, no, you know, I just don't have to worry about shit anymore. I would do what they did. Was it uh, Bill Burr and Yule, where they just have the stack of cash and he lays on it like Scrooge McDuck? That's yeah, not, that's not this season, obviously. But you know what I would do? On. What would you do? Oh, I know, two chicks at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like Thomas Hiddleditch out there. You'd be like. <laughs> He'd be in the. He'd be in the. Uh, what? I'd be like someone. Is? Yeah, you'd be just like him. I think. Uh, and poor Hank's still in the hospital. And oh, what yeah. was the episode? This is this the episode with the weird hand job? Or did mm, we miss that? I believe that is the penultimate episode. Yeah, that's just a weird handy by Marie. Uh, yeah, that's later on because I don't think yeah. Hank's in the hospital yet. Right or is he? Oh, he is because he is because that's when the the twins the twins die, and I see you because that's when what's his name Vis- uh, Fring visits him in the hospital. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so actually, it's episode seven. The end of episode seven is where they get into like the the parking lot thing. Yep. Oh, yeah. So so eight on, he's in the hospital, right? But yes. I think it's like this. I think it's the episode twelve where she's basically like, "Hey, you get a hard on, you're coming home." <sighs> the next thing you know, he's. And 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 when I say coming home, I mean coming home. Mm-hmm. Ryan, episode home. episode ten is entitled "Fly." Let's it skip is, this for now. It is directed by Ryan Johnson. We'll want to put a pin in it. Let's put a pin in that for now. All right, good. Big market tease. 
Number 11 is called, how would you pronounce that? Albuquerque. Abic, it'd be like ABQ, like Al- A-B- Albuquerque. ABQ. Yeah. Uh, Skylar meets Saul in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where she has like the idea for the car wash and all that stuff. So that's yep. pretty good. The next two episodes Oof. are two of the best episodes, I think, in the history of television. Absolutely. Episode 12 is called Half Measures. Um, and this is also really telling the conversation that Walt has with Jesse. So Jesse, and we sort of skipped over the storyline with Andrea and her uh, mm-hmm. brother and even her son and like the, the and how Jesse figures out who killed Combo and all that whole stuff. Yeah. And so Jesse's like, I'm going to get these guys back. He's like, they're working for Gus. I saw them selling our blue stuff. I they're know who they kids. are. They're yeah. using a kid. And that kid that they used happens to be like there's a lot of small world kind of stuff like but he doesn't it's what's her name's brother he doesn't know that he doesn't know that but that is uh, andrea's andrea's brother and so the fact that it's a kid the fact that it was their stuff the fact that it was his buddy combo all this stuff and so jesse's like i'm gonna give me the rice and i'm gonna kill these guys and walt says to jesse jesse you are not a murderer yes file that away for later on put that away um and then Mike tells this this great story about taking a half measure about when Speaking he was a police of, officer. Of good monologues, great monologue. Mm-hmm. And Walt just sits there quietly. He's in his house. Didn't want Mike to be there, obviously. But Mike tells him this whole story. Um, goes on and on about you know this woman and this guy and everything else. And like the guy was very abusive to the woman, and then he ends up really threatening the guy, like putting a gun in his mouth. The guy's pissing his pants and he's crying and all this other Crapping stuff. Apologizing all the whole yeah. thing. And he's like, if you do anything like that again, like whatever, I'll kill you. He's like, yeah, okay. And he let him go. Two days later, like that woman's dead. Mm-hmm. And then Walt, and then at that point, Mike told Walt, no more half measures, which yeah. Walt clearly listened to that story. Yes. Um, also really great in this episode, Ryan, is they have the meeting because Walt ends up going to Gus and telling him what Jesse's going to do. So Gus brings them all to the trailer, has his two guys that were responsible for Combo's death, brings them all there, and is telling them, like, hey, we're squashing this. We're done. Like, these guys are good employees. Stop being an idiot. Like, if it wasn't for Walt, you'd be dead. That type of thing. And then Jesse, to his credit, stands up to Gus. Right. And is like, these guys are using kids. Like, you're going to let, you're a good businessman. You're going to let this happen. You're going to let them use kids. And then the crazy thing is, He's like, no more kids. And the guys agree to it. So what do they do? They kill the kid. They kill the kid. Like crazy. That, like, crazy. And, then, and then that's on the news. And then Walt realizes that Jesse is going to go do something. Jesse does. Jesse goes up there. And this is as much as we shit on Walt. And again, it's probably always about covering himself. Ultimately, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, ultimately, it's well, always. This is. Yeah. It always is about covering himself. But. Jesse's definitely dead if Walt doesn't show up because Jesse right. goes in there. There's two guys standing on a corner and he comes like he has no plan. He just like he's pulling no. a gun out like across the street. Like he's walking yeah, like, up to him. Like, he's why like, don't you him. wait? You know, why don't you wait? element of surprise or I don't know, like drive bys are a thing for a reason. Right. Yeah, like, right. Uh, anyway, but he's just walking straight towards them. Those guys, they all pull out their guns and then Walt just runs them both over with his car, gets out of his car because one guy didn't get it as bad as the other guy. Yeah. Shoots him in the head. And yeah. that's how the episode ends. Wow. Like someone wow. getting shot in the head. So skip flat finale foreshadowing. Yep. Full measure is the name mm-hmm. of this episode, which is incredible, including the last 10 minutes of this episode. Ryan is insane. And you go back to 
Walt telling Jesse that you are not a murderer. Mm-hmm. And then he says, look, the only way we're getting out of this situation, he's like, I can tell at this point that they are training Gail to cook my exact recipe. And as soon as he can do it, because now also at this point, they're telling everybody that um, Jesse's on the run. Like Jesse's yes. not here. So because they obviously they'd kill Jesse because they think Jesse killed those two guys. So he's like, Jesse's on the run. Saul actually helps these guys out big time. He leaves like a little decoy and like because Mike threatens Saul and then Saul has a thing written on his notepad that says like he's in Virginia. So they right. throw him off the scent, at least for the time being. But he's like, we got to kill Gail, who's like the sweetest, nicest guy in the world. But I mean, hey, man, Gail has this whole thing where he talks about, you know, consenting adults and doing what they want. And True. everyone should be allowed to do what they want to do. If they're he's adults, in the lifestyle. So. Like he's in Thomas the lifestyle. Edelman. He's in the lifestyle. It's his own fault. He knew what he was getting into. But so Walt agrees that he will do it. Yeah. But it's funny because then you go back to, again, him telling Jesse that, Jesse, you are not a murderer. But because of what happens, he ends up going with Mike and then Victor, who we haven't talked about. But Victor's just like hanging around this whole episode. He's like, or this whole season. Yeah, he's like Um, Gus's guy. Yeah. And he's just like always there and keeping an eye on him all the time. So, So Walt's like, I know I can't kill Gus there. So they end up tracking down where Gus lives. And so they're about to kill Walt. They're basically, this is done. Like Mike mm-hmm. is going to kill Walt. Mike and Victor, whoever is going to kill Walt. And he's like, let me call. Like, I, I get you Pinkman. I can get you Pinkman here. Yeah. So he calls him up and he's like, they're going to kill me. You got to do it now. And it's funny. Right as right before the phone rings, Jesse's about to like smoke up again too. Yep. And then he's like, calls him. He's like, nope. All right. Turn around. He gets down there, knocks on the door. Gus or Gail's pleading for his life. Jesse clearly does not want to do it. Yep. Shoots him. Episode season ends. Awesome. Incredible. Like watching this episode again, I was still like on the edge of my seat. And I've riveted the whole time. I know what happens. I've seen it before. I just no surprises. It was so well Mm -hmm. done. The acting is so good. Every like the the tension and the buildup is so good. It's awesome. And not to, we'll get to this next week, obviously, but the yep. way season four starts. <sighs> Boy. Woo. Woo is right. Yeah. And so let's go back to the fly real quick. Let's go back to this. Because one of the reasons why I also think episode 12 and 13 are so good is because episode 10 kind of, it was different. It was also a little bit more of a lull in the action. It was a little bit more character development between Jesse and Walt. Overall, not my favorite episode. I'm not, I don't, I would not hold Fly up as the best episode. Okay. I also don't necessarily think it's the worst episode. I think it's kind of annoying. Like it's not like because of the because of the fly, like it's supposed to be. But some of the stuff when they're in there together and like Walt is clearly losing his mind. He's like suffering from insomnia in the mm-hmm. episode. He's telling Jesse about how he met Jane's dad in this episode and that he mm-hmm. wishes that he died then. Like he he says that he's lived too long. So there's I think some really good dialogue in this episode. How, what do you think of it? I love this episode. Okay, there you go. I love it. And I'm about to geek out on you a little bit and okay. I, like I understand why people think this is divisive cuz it this season is so fast like everything happens so fast and then right in episode 10 everything just kind of stops and it's a wonderful break in the action because it's just jesse and walt this whole episode basically and they're in the lab and they're trying to catch this fly 
And there've been so many people who have like broken down like what this means and like what it means to the whole thing. And like you said, it kind of develops not just as necessarily Walt and Jesse, but their relationship together. Mm-hmm. And you, it encapsulates the entire series in one episode. Yeah. And they do it through like, and we talked a little bit about it in the beginning. And w- what I found fascinating was that Walt is like, for all of his like perfect ideas for how things should go and his way he's controlling things. And it just symbolized how out of control he is, that he can't take care of this one thing. Right. Like no matter what he tries, like it just seems to like the two of them just seem to like, forgive me, but like just seem to fuck it up. Like every time they try to do it and Jesse's ideas are like, let's spray the whole place with chemicals. And Walt's like, no, that'll make it worse. Like you can't do that. Like it'll contaminate everything. We're worried about one little contamination. Now you want to, and it's like this one thing that Mm -hmm. like, they can't seem to like figure out, but ultimately, and and a lot of it is like, you know, Walt putting Jesse down and like telling him like, no, 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 we're going to do it this way. And like, kind of like like telling him what to do. Yeah. He's looking through at the bags. Like this is what is this all crap. Yeah. And then ultimately it's Jesse who takes care of the problem. Right. And it's the very first time where Jesse kills something. Good point. So like it's and it's 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 insignificant. Hmm. But isn't that like and not to be like completely like ridiculous about this, but like something's bugging them. The two of them. I I got you it. See what, you see what I'm doing? I got it. I'm, and, not, I'm glad you mentioned that real, real quick. You, yeah. you mentioned how he hasn't killed anything. And I pointed out in season two how there was that scene where there's like a cricket or some kind of beetle or a bug yeah. crawling on him and he doesn't kill it. Did you notice that was in the El Camino trailer? I did. There was I another did. bug crawling out on his foot and he was just mm-hmm. like watching it go, which again is sort of proving what kind of person he's like. And there's that like, yeah. And there's that, like you said, there's that moment where Walt he's like slips Walt like some sleeping pills or something. And he's, he's yeah, he kind of like copy. He's kind of like fading in and out. And he's telling him this story about like how he met Jane's dad at a bar. And if he had just gone home or just stayed home, like none of that would have ever happened. And like how Yeah, and he's like, I'm so sorry. And Jesse's like and Jesse, because of all his rehab stuff, was like, Hey, it's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's not her fault. He's but like, there's almost that moment so close where he, tell, where he tells him and when you're watching this the first time through you know that's going to hang over him for well until it until it happens and you thought that was when it was going to be you thought jesse was going to find out right then because they seemed to be kind of connecting they were bonding things mm-hmm. overall were going all right for him and he was about because he said I'm, I'm sorry he's like i know he's like i'm really sorry about jane he's and like, you think he's gonna he's like, like yeah, he's i like, am too he's like, yeah i am i am too like and because he's like, because like, ne- he mentions the thing too. He's like, you remember that was the night I went to your house, and like, because he did like originally he went to the house yeah. to give him the money, but then he went back. But he's like, yeah, I remember. And you're yeah, like, but oh, then he said shit. something like, he he said, I never told you. Yeah, and you're like, and then and this how could happening. that slip your mind? How could that slip your mind? Yeah. You would never tell the kid that you like met her dad like that night. Like that's such a random like. Right. But he starts talking about the universe and how like astronomical that was that that would actually happen. Like, this is happening right now. And then. Jesse kills the fly and you think literally, and I know this is, that's them squashing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's them. That's them. Like, but also it is kind of similar. So Jesse finally accomplishes something 
and he 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 kills the fly after a whole episode of trying to do it. And when he turns to get some kind of approval from Walt, Walt's asleep. He's asleep. So he never gets it. He never. He, well, and isn't that Walt, telling? Yeah, it is. Walt's Whenever not. Jesse frees them from what Walt's dead. Yeah. And so it's it's beautiful in that. And obviously the way it's shot is awesome. It is cool. Yeah. And they have that conversation at the end where he's like, I'm not. Normally, Walt would be like, you're stealing. Like, you're going to fuck this up for us. Like, you're stupid. Mm-hmm. But he says it like, I'm not saying you're doing this. But if you are, like, if that were to happen, I can't help you. Because remember, they start talking about yeah, yeah, how yeah. some is missing. Some of the yield is missing. And, like, Jesse's trying to, like, talk circles around it. And, yeah. Um, and then at the very end of the episode, you think it's done. And then the fly comes back. <laughs> you know, like, well, so no, for that, Jesse. No, I think that fly. Well, there's a fly. In his apartment. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Walt, Walt's in his bed and he hears the fly yeah. again. Right, but right, to right, me, right. that's like Jesse's moving on yeah and walt isn't like walt still feels he still feels guilty he still feels like there's something between them that he can't fix and it just shows again we talked about this the overarching theme of the whole series is that walt is completely out of control and he's for someone who's like so self-possessed and so narcissistic he can't do this one thing like he can't fix everything yeah that's true which is what to me, I mean, to me, I love the episode for that. And like you said, if you said this episode sucks, it's the only bad episode of the whole thing. Like, I disagree. See, I wholeheartedly disagree. Yeah, no. And I, I think I, I stand by that there are no bad episodes. None. This one included. And I actually think the the last two episodes that we talked about are two of my favorites. And this one, I think if you're, especially if you're watching it, if you're binge watching it and you're just watching them right in order, it really helps because it slows things down but provides really good dialogue. And then a couple episodes later, it ramps up. It's just a punch in the mouth. Yeah. 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 Um, All right. So the best moments for you this season, I think we already touched on them, but for me, the best moments, like the memorable moments were the cousins in Walt's house, sitting there with the ax in episode two, Um, the shootout slash like, you know, smashing him with the car in episode mm-hmm. seven where Hank kills one with the car and is shooting him and like the whole thing in the car. That was nuts. And then just the end of the last episode with Jesse and Gail. Those were probably the best moments for Those me. Those are obviously like the hi- the highlights for me yeah. too. But some of the other ones that I absolutely loved, again, Saul buying the house from Jesse's parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, the scene with the RV, when like, how do you know there were bullet holes before you took the tape off? Right. Like, I thought good. that was, that was, and like, there were so many moments where you think, oh, well, they're fucked. Like, that, yeah. this is it. Like, this is how they go down. And they get out of it, you know? Yeah. And I, um, and so, like, again, with Hank and the and the the cousins, the twins there, I thought that was really good. Um, the IFT moment. Yeah. Was great. Fucking Ted Benneke with his heated uh, shower floors or bathroom oh, floors. Yeah. And I love Mike. Mike is one of my favorite characters in the show. So I was going to ask you, if you had to rank, because it's season three, let's go top mm-hmm. three characters on the show, what would they be? Mike. Wow. Mike's your favorite character. I love Mike. I love that character. I really I didn't. Do. I didn't like how mean he was to Saul. Like when he was threatening to like break his legs just to find out where Pinkman was. I was like, well, because yeah. also I'm like, I'm trying to think back to Better Call Saul, but I'm like, I thought Mike kind of knew Saul better than he knew Gus. I thought he'd be nicer to him, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. But I think in my 
obviously why I'm another reason why I'm excited for El Camino. I think in the whole series, I think Jesse's my favorite character. So I think he's mine too, especially rewatching it. Like you root for him the most. Yep. He's easily the most likable. Like for me, it's Jesse and Saul. And I love again, and the Saul would round it out. I love that. Yeah. I love that character. And then Just you like know what? Slick pretty, asshole, you know? I Just, think, yeah, no, he is. He's great. I think Mike and Gus are two guys that can say the most with a simple facial expression. Yep. They both are so good. Or at, like, Hector Salamanca with the, I can't, you know, it's like twitchy <laughs> fate, you know? Yeah, Hector That guy's great, though. Um, let's see. Oh, this is a, this is a good question. Is Skyler really one of the worst characters ever on television? No. No, I don't think so. I think so. I have a couple of issues with her, and I I do too. But yeah. I don't think she's not. For that, instance, she's not as bad as as Deb from Dexter, De- Deborah Morgan I, from I didn't Dexter. See that, oh my god! I'll take your word. All right, horrible. She's not as bad as uh, Becky from Friday Night Lights. Oh, I liked Becky. You shut your mouth. I like <laughs> Becky very much. I see. I um, think she's. I think she's probably bad, but I think it's. I think it's become overboard. I do think it's like there was a part in this where. She was willing to pay for Hank's medical bills, and they came up with a pretty good lie that it was Walt's gambling mm-hmm. stuff. And you're like, well, then, like, why couldn't you just deal with that? Why couldn't you go like that the whole time? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's just it. I mean, that's just. The, but then Walt also can't like Walt's fucking... uh, Walt's such a shithead, though. So it's like, well, that's really it. I mean, Skyler for anytime, anytime Skyler has a handle on things, Walt changes the game. Yeah, you know. True. So anytime, like. You know, she's got this great idea with the, I, I love the fact that they go back to the car wash with Bogdan and like like screw him out of it. Yeah. Because that guy sucks. That is good. But like again, and she's like, I can't keep doing like I can't keep doing this, like laundering this money. This Sounds comes smart. later. This comes later. But like Yeah, yeah. It's later on. But they you they start that process up here. Yeah. Ryan, if you could uh steal a smooch from Skylar or Marie. Oh my god. Who would it be? And Skyler. Before you answer. Yeah. More money, more problems. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember that both of them have given hand jobs so far in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, Not their finest moments, probably. No. Or anybody involved. You know what, though? I think I- Skyler. I think Skyler. Marie would just tell me what I was doing wrong the entire time, and I'm she not would. into that. And then she would steal something from your house. She'd steal something. She'd steal from me. <laughs> what if I said uh, I would add the school vice principal to the mix? I would take the school vice principal. She yeah, seems like so. the safe bet. Not not as much of a wild card. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think that's for sure. Um, so through three seasons, sure. Uh, by my count, slash the internet, uh, Walt has straight up killed f- killed five mm-hmm. people. Okay. He's also partially responsible for the 167 in the plane. I don't yes. know if you want to give him those or not. It's kind of a mm, he kind of is. And then he also well, he straight up ordered the death of Gale. I didn't even count that in the five. No, no count because Jesse Jesse, the, Jesse gets yeah. that one, but I'm just saying so like through three seasons, he's not just making meth. Like he's legit he's a legit killer. He's a legit like murderer. criminal. Yeah, he's a murderer. Yeah, say now, what you want about like people manufacturing drugs. Like I'm not selling them. I'm not the one putting them out there. I'm just making them. So this yeah. is kind of like a what do they call it? like a victimless crime. But like right. he's legit criminal. Because also that's it starts to, and we'll get into this really our next two episodes 
and it gets more so in season four and five. But when he drove into the two uh, like drug dealers with his car, got mm-hmm. out and shot one directly in the head, that was also the moment. And and maybe there was for other people there was ones earlier, but for me that was the moment I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to sort of like my imagination, like <laughs> you, know, you have to let your imagination run a little bit more because this guy yeah. seven months ago was just a science teacher. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he wasn't a criminal. No, and so and now he's like he can handle a gun that well. Like I know it was uh, close it was range, pretty close range. It was close range, but to have like that, I don't know. Not everybody could could do that. I mean, that's that's one of the suspension of disbelief things. I've yeah, that's having shot a hand. We grew up in New Hampshire, so we've yeah. been around firearms yeah. enough. Correct. Ranges, ranges. Yeah, shooting pistols is hard. Yeah, it's very easy to miss. Well, not only that, think about it. If you just smashed into somebody full speed with your car and then hopped out, you don't think you're going to be shaking a little bit? Oh, you're going to be shaking. Not only that, but like you could be dinged up a little bit. You might be. Did the airbag come out? I don't the know. The airbag should have gone off. It, it didn't. Should have. If not, maybe a recall there. Well, that I hate that car. The Pontiac Aztec. I hate that car. It's not a great car. I hate that car. Ryan, anything else here on season three of Breaking Bad? Fly is a good episode. Yeah. It, I'm it, with you. I think you it's you a momentum killer, well. but like for, yeah. for yeah. good reason. Um, and I love the work of Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson is a great yeah. director and like cinematographer has a great cinema cine- cinematographic cinematographic. Cine- I, I don't know if that's cine- a word, but like a good no. eye, good camera eye. You know, yeah, he's not good with Star Wars though, Ryan. Uh, this season <laughs> introduced the cousins, killed the cousins, introduced Juan Bolsa, killed Juan Bolsa, introduced Gale, killed Gale. Yep. It introduced Andrea, who's still around, and she will continue to be around for a little bit. A little bit. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I'm looking forward to diving into uh, season four. My favorite. All right, good. That'll be good. My favorite one. So much good stuff happens. Are you ready for the pick of the podcast? I guess. Pick of the podcast. Pick of the podcast. Pick of the podcast. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal? I shall defer to you. I'm going to receive this week, Ryan. I am going to um, – my pick this week is another podcast. It would be the Joe Rogan podcast specifically. What? Specifically. What? Do you know who his most recent guest was? No. Or one of his most – I don't know. I don't listen to every episode, but I pick and choose based on the guest. Sure. Rob Zombie. Was it really? And he was great. It was excellent. It was an excellent pod- – Rob Zombie, I'm a huge fan of. Like, I like his movies. I like his music. I've seen it. He's It's the best – concert i've ever seen i'm not a big concert guy but it's the best one best show i've ever seen in my life and he is great at like these kind of like whether it's a sit-down interview or when he's a part of these documentaries or these different Mm -hmm. features on like horror movies like he speaks really well on all the stuff and it was really good he had a he had a a lot to talk about had a lot to talk about he did well i started two netflix shows this week and i am high on both of them okay. and one of them i started the the dark crystal age of resistance yes which is pretty good but there right. is also a hour and 22 minute um like documentary on the making of oh okay it's great all right so check that out and then uh there's a show uh called unbelievable which is on uh oh. netflix it seems kind of heavy. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, it's one of the girls from uh, Booksmart, the show, the movie okay. Booksmart. I haven't watched this um, yet. I think I'm going to. It's you're going if you're you know into you know crime stuff based yeah. on true events. Yeah. Um, you know sexual assault. 
victim. I haven't gotten too far into it yet, but you know, uh, basically, you know, no one believes her. Well, that in Colorado, right? Uh, I think. yes, yeah. I think. Um, but it's only it's only uh, eight episodes. They're like forty five minutes a piece. It's okay. a, so uh, definitely check it out. Uh, it's really really good. Tony Collette's in it. She's great. She is so, great. Okay, cool. So you know, check her out. Ryan, next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about Breaking Bad Season 4. We're almost there, baby. TV episodes of all time. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to get real nuts in Dorktober because we're going to have to carry over Season 5. We're going to do El Camino. We're going to do Joker. And then we'll also do a bunch of horror movie stuff. So A bunch of horror movie stuff. That is our October. It's a lot of stuff we got to do. Action-packed. You can rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. Please do that. Tell a friend to do that as well. Uh, Hashtag dork. On Twitter, you can follow us there at Dork Podcast. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you can watch these episodes on YouTube if you want to just sit around just and watch. like we are. All I do all day now is just sit yeah. around and watch Breaking Bad. It's the greatest. Yep. It's the greatest problem they have. It's a pretty good thing. So yep. go to YouTube.com/slash Dork Podcast. Also, email us your thoughts on Breaking Bad or anything coming up in Dorktober. Dork Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Ryan, I think it's fair to say another perfect episode. Another perfect episode. Yeah. All right.